Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Dad. Would you like to connect better with your kids? Do you know what your child's school day is really like? Do you think school is the same as it was when we were in school? Now, there's a national program that can answer these questions for you. Dads of Great Students, also known as Watchdogs, is the father involvement initiative of the National Center for Fathering. Dads now have the opportunity to be a part of their child's school day in a guy-oriented format. For as little as just one day per school year, Watchdog Dads complete a challenging schedule which includes helping with student arrivals, working in the classroom, lunchroom, gym, and on the playground. At the end of the day, you're worn out, but you have a great sense of accomplishment. You know that you've made a positive change in your school for your own children and even children who don't have a dad at home. For more information, ask your principal to check out www.fathers.com watchdogs or call 888-540-DOGS. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Thank you for joining us. My name is Keith Shoemaker. I'll be your host today, and uh, and and really pretty much uh, for the rest of our episode, we are starting today on a series where we are going to talk about the Watchdog Seven Steps to Success and what it takes for you to bring the program into your school and inspire and engage dads to be a part of the Watchdogs program, to be a part of your school, and to really enhance the environment of your school. I'm talking to you today live. It is uh, January the 7th. I am coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia. It is about 1.30 in the afternoon here, so if you're on the East Coast or uh, in the Central Time Zone, good afternoon. Everybody else, good morning. We are now looking forward to how we can make a difference in this school, how we as parents, as fathers, as administrators, as faculty members, we can look at our local school and see what we can do to enhance the environment of our own schools. Well, today I am very fortunate to be joined by two people that are leading the way and showing showing the Watchdogs program to be an awesome program to be able to engage fathers and father figures in the community. In my mind, as a national coordinator with Watchdogs and being part of the program for the four years that I've been with the program, there are two people that absolutely, totally stand out for me as administrators. And as we talk about this, step one of the Watchdogs Seven Steps to Success, step one, of course, is administrative buy-in. first person that I'm going to introduce is somebody who is very near and dear to my heart, somebody who has been an inspiration to me for uh, many, many years. And this is the principal at our local school who at the time was my wife's boss. My wife is a teacher. And when I looked at the school, the volunteering that I did at the school, I found that I was a lonely guy and that I was one of the few guys that was paying attention to, to be a part of that education. And I learned about the Watchdogs program and I thought, all right, this is something I'd like to be able to do. I went to the principal at our local school who I sat down, I said, is this something you'd like to do? She said, I'm interested. I said, all right, give me a couple of days. I'm going to go back. I'm going to do all the research. I'm going to find out everything I can about this program and come back in, sat down, made the presentation, and I saw this woman's face just absolutely light up because she saw the vision. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Sheila Chester, recently retired principal in the Cobb County School System, principal at Pickett's Mill Elementary, and now she is serving as a consultant to the Leader in Me program with the Franklin Covey organization. Sheila, welcome to the program. Thank you, Keith. That's my pleasure. 
pleasure to be with you today. Now, the second principle and I'd like to bring in was recognized in the 2010 White House Champions of Change programs. Our nation's leadership has looked out and found the champions of change in our nation, and this is one of the gentlemen that was chosen. And this gentleman is Mr. Steve Crawford. Steve is the principal at Reagan Elementary School in Cedar Park, Texas, part of the Leander Independent School District. Steve, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you. I guess asking Sheila first, I've, I've kind of given a little bit of our story. Is there anything you'd like to add to my version of the story of how uh, we came together, how we brought program to Pickett Smell Elementary, and I'm very proud to say we took it to being one of the top watchdogs programs in, in the country. As you said, Keith, and as I recall it, you were spending some time in a kindergarten classroom being a, being a volunteer, and it was kind of an unusual situation because at our school at that particular time, it was mostly moms that were in the classroom, and you shared with me that you had been a clip on ABC News and you shared with me about Watchdog and whether I would be interested or not. And I said, absolutely. I think anything that we can do to increase parent involvement, but specifically father involvement in a school, is definitely worth the effort and the energy. I remember that we sat down and in the conference room and called in on the phone number to go through the orientation, and I think that was very important. And I think that a key point is to involve your principals from day one and get their buy-in and get their support right off the bat. So I felt like that we were both in it together, and we certainly knew what a valuable program this could be for the children because that's what it's about. It's children first, and knowing what this could do for our school and for our children was really key in my wanting to move forward with it. And one of the things that we found is that the Watchdogs program, of course, is a close partnership with the PTA, and, and I had to learn this over a course of time, how important it is for the Watchdogs program to, to be supportive of the PTA and the PTA to be, of course, supportive of the Watchdogs program. And, and of course, now I've learned that through the national PTA, national organizations, all the way through, up and down, from the local level, local school level, all the way up to the national PTA. This partnership is very important. The schools and PTAs are very involved in getting male role models into the schools, and I referred to Pickett's Mill on several occasions as the perfect school, but it does have very few male role models in, in the school, and, and that was one of the, uh, the things that we were able to enhance our environment in that school, was to be able to bring more male role models into the school. Okay, well, Steve, could you kind of give us a little bit of background about how you became involved in the program as an administrator? And, and of course, Watchdogs is huge in Texas. If you could kind of give us our background about where you first heard about Watchdogs and as an administrator, how you looked at it and how you moved forward. Sure, Keith, no problem. I first heard of it when I got my first position as an assistant principal. The program was the only one of its kind and began at, at the school I was at. At the time, being a fourth grade, previous fourth grade teacher, seeing the power of, of a male figure in the lives of school children in general in their school environment, I obviously took an immediate interest in, in it, focused a lot of my role as an AP in, in growing the program, spreading it through my community through that first year, and grew it from about 30 guys to about 120 guys. And then I started meeting with my cohort, my AP buddies at that time, and said, hey, here's this thing, and this is what it is, and this is what it can provide for the children in your, your school and the community relationship. So then I began to promote it to my 
by APs and through conferences within my district and basically went around to different schools and helped start up the programs within Leland or ISD. Eventually went to a couple middle schools in our district and then started receiving other phone calls from other districts in the Central Texas area. So I went outside the district and just on my own accord, not, not as a representative necessarily directly with Watchdogs, but because of my vested interest in the program. Eventually through that, the, the program spread to almost, uh, well now to all of our elementaries, a couple of our middle schools, several schools picked it up outside of our district that I help and now they're growing their programs. And eventually we ran across one of our community members who was a watchdog representative, I mean, not a watch, he was a top dog, where he helped coordinate one of the programs at one of the other elementary schools. He just happened to be affiliated with the American Hockey League team, the Texas Stars. And so what uh, I then did with another AP, Mark Kohler, at the time of mine, we got together all the programs in the Central Texas area, got with the Texas Stars, and now every January we have Night Out with the Stars. And at our first event, we had over 2,000 participants participants from the Watchdog program and started building another community portion of it with that. So basically, just seeing the importance in trying to spread it within my school district in the Central Texas area and then bridging that with community, local businesses and things such as that. That is awesome. And then we have seen across the country a lot of people that have taken the, the program. You know, For instance, last year we had the Atlanta Braves night here in Atlanta. I know there is a, a large golf tournament out in Washington State that is uh, supportive of Watchdogs. And and, and then we also have, and I've been communicating with Mark Sanchez down in San Antonio, where they have a uh, watchdog night out with the San Antonio Spurs, and and that has been uh, awesome. Of, of course, these are um, these are events, just like Steve had said, that are being spurred on at the pardon the pun, but spurred on at the local level, where it's just an effort to get the guys together to have a good time, but to promote the watchdogs program. And I think Sheila and, and Steve, I think you both agree with me is that once you bring the program into the school, that the guys are going to be talking. They're going to be on the ball field, and they're going to be on the golf course, and they're going to be on the construction site, and they're going to be, you know, saying, hey, you know, I took my day, I had my day with the kids, I spent the day at the school, I had a great time, and, and maybe you should do it too, or maybe you should bring it to your school. Just as, as Steve has mentioned, and Sheila, I believe you'll agree with me, you know, we brought the program to Pickett's Mill, and in right here in Cobb County, Georgia, in Metro Atlanta, programs running in 25 schools here in Cobb County, I believe that's a, about the number, and we've had the same kind of response over in Forsyth County, which is on the northeast side uh, of Atlanta, and very proud to say I just heard this morning from a gentleman up in Maine, which I believe is going to be our 44th state, Maine has now launched a watchdogs program, so we're growing, We and it's just so simple, it's so simple, it's inexpensive. Maybe I'll, I'll throw this one back to Steve and say, as an administrator, what did you look at? I mean, it's budget time. We have tight budgets, and we're always having to count every penny. What was your feeling going into the Watchdogs program, or your since you were an, an AP at the time, what was your administrator's feeling on how are we going to fund this thing? Well, the initial cost is, is minimal, and at that time, I think it was a $200 type of thing where you got a kit, and not only that, but you got the opportunity to call in and, and folks from the organization walked you through every step, in fact, provided you with everything, absolutely everything, and more that you needed to do. So it was essentially done with you. And after that, year to year, there are renewal kits that don't even cost that much. And so the actual startup isn't much. What you're using is you're using an untapped resource, which is the men in your community. And it's not so much a money thing. That That's the wonderful thing about it. It doesn't cost a lot of money. You're using exactly. an untapped resource. And men want to be there. It's just they haven't felt the avenue to be able to have that opportunity. And that's what the program provides. I would agree with Steve on that. Mm -hmm. 
I think that, that there are lots of avenues to funding it, and certainly PTA has some budget, and different different pots of money exist at the school. The price for it is certainly minimal. You know, I think the key to making it a success is really communicating from the office staff to the teachers and making sure that the building principal especially is making those fathers feel valued when they come in. I think when they feel valued and when they've had a great day because things have been well planned and well organized and well orchestrated, then certainly they're going to go back to their jobs and their job sites and the golf courses and talk about what a great experience they had and inspire other dads to get involved. Well, Steve, there's a quote that, that I have heard from you. And what are your, what are your thoughts on when the when the father is coming in? Or when that father, that one day of year guy, steps into the building as a principal in your building, what is your feeling about meeting that guy or how do you address that? With uh, meeting a, a watchdog for the first time? When they're coming in for that first orientation. Well, Sheila kind of alluded to it. It's to make them welcome bring them in, you're trying to make it transparent, what I tell them is, look, you know, here's your opportunity to see what a school, what your child goes through, not from the outside in, but from the inside out. You're going to come in, you're going to see what an actual day is, and you'll understand it. And it flips typically someone who would normally be a cynic of schools, not understanding what they do. It changes their perception when they see what their children, the rigor of the curriculum, what their children do, how things have changed since maybe they were in school, the amount of work that teachers put in every day to ensure the success and meet the different needs of kids. And, and they walk out feeling good about public education from the inside out rather than taking a look from the outside and not maybe having the same practice practical vision that you would have when you actually spend a day here and just allowing them, hey, if you see anything after you're done, come in and talk to me. We're glad you're here today. The, uh, well, the, the quote that I had heard, and if I'm wrong, Steve, correct me, was that unless the building's on fire or somebody's bleeding, there's nothing more important that you have to do as an administrator than to meet that guy and shake his hand that morning. Uh, I don't know if that's the direct words, but yeah, I've alluded to something <laughs> like that because essentially what you're what you're you're bridging a, a gap there and you want, you want them to feel a part of your school because most men, especially in the elementary environment, are, and I think Sheila would agree, that they're, they're just not comfortable in the environment because they're not used to it. They haven't even been in an elementary school since they were, versus maybe a woman feeling a little more comfortable with it. They are from the private sector, typically, and they're just a little apprehensive about it, and maybe their wife or somebody in their life got them to do that. They heard at the job site or something, so they're going to try it. So for the principal to come up and go, whoa, hey, hey, guy, thanks for being here, and showing what uh, how important it is that they be a part of it, it's it's the beginning of a, a fantastic relationship and understanding of what a public school does and, and how important and how crucial and critical it is to have the men in our community a part of it. And we have about 10 minutes left in the program here. We're having such a good time. I guess the, getting back to Sheila, that first pizza night, I remember as we started, to, as we sent out our RSVPs, we expected maybe 20 guys, maybe, you know, we might be lucky and get 25. And when those RSVPs started coming in and they came in and they came in and more and more came in and we realized that we were going to have about 200 people that we had to feed and and that's what I love to see when I go to a pizza night even to this day I love to get a picture of that principal and I always try to position myself when when uh, I can get a picture of the principal when they finally realize that there's going to be a line of people all the way down the hallway and in some cases uh, I had one school we did they were not only lined up down the hallway but all the way out to the street but, uh, but Sheila if you can can you remember that feeling when we first realized that we were going to have a, a couple of a couple of hundred people show up for this for this pizza night. I do remember that, and I remember being excited. 
excited to have everybody there, but also a little bit overwhelmed. And what are we going to do with all these folks? And do we have enough food? That's a Southern woman's big uh, fear. Is exactly. Is got enough food, everybody? <laughs> Exactly. So, um, yes, and and it's amazing. The kids are so excited to bring their dad out for that evening and to be with them. I, you know, I tried to be there to to shake hands. I tried to be there to to do a welcome speech. And and you know, Keith, I I share my my personal story. I am very close to my father at this point in time, but when I was growing up, my father was what I would refer to as a workaholic, and he was Mm -hmm. doing what he thought he needed to do for his family, which was to work two and sometimes three jobs, and so he was not present a lot of the time. And so I shared my story, my personal story, every opportunity that I had so that the men would understand that you can never get these years back and that the time that you invest with your children and I think dads and especially young girls need to know that that their dad is there for them and you know there's just so much that can go on and having having a male presence and just sharing my personal story I think kind of help dads reevaluate and and maybe do some prioritizing of how they should be spending their time and it's just one day we're just asking for one day and most of them end up giving much much more but yes I remember that pizza night that was that was fun <laughs> and crazy and exciting but... and Mm-hmm. All of that. Well, well, speaking of young girls, I have somebody here that would like to say hello to you. Hi. Okay. Hi, hey, Chester. Hey, How's it going? You having a good time? Yes. Okay. She, she's getting ready to go back to school tomorrow, and that is my eight-year-old, Anna Marie, who uh, stepped into the makeshift studio here while she's off today. She just wanted to say hi to her former principal. Well, good to hear we you have... Voice, Anna Marie. <laughs> she said it's good to hear you. <laughs> All right, well, we have about six minutes left, and if you look at our schedule, our, we're going to have alternating days for the next the next few weeks, and what we're doing is we have a series running. Uh, of course, this is step one of the Watchdog Seven Steps to Success, and that is administrative buy-in. Next week, we are going to be talking about faculty buy-in, which, of course, is the second step. Is, is the next most important thing is because the teachers really need to understand that we're not sending people in to check up on you or to compare one student against another. We are in, engaging men to be able to come into the classroom, and we're there to support the teachers. We're there to support you. We're there for you. So uh, so that is one thing, and one of the things that I mentioned when I'm uh, giving the seven steps training is that I understand with my wife being a teacher that, you know, that is the teacher's world, and, and there is nothing that goes on in that classroom that the teacher doesn't know about. But there is nothing in that classroom that they don't feel in control of, and, and we want to make sure that when a watchdog comes in, they're going to be working together with the teacher. It's not going to be a, a stranger coming into the room, and by, by all means, certainly far from that, because because if it weren't for that parent, there wouldn't be the students and we wouldn't have the teachers. So we want to make sure that um, so that the teachers have a confidence of what's going on in the high level of accountability in the, uh, the program. 
One of the things, getting back to the administrator part of the program, is that I loved about Sheila when you had your morning announcements. I loved your pageant question, and, uh, and that, <laughs> you had so much fun with that. Steve, I'll, I'll ask you here in a minute exactly how you do your morning announcements, but, but we would bring in the watchdogs, and of course, being a new school, 21st century school, the morning announcements are done up on the smart boards. Everybody's on the big screen in every classroom, and there's nothing like seeing a six foot five, 275 pound guy stand and they're fidgeting because the principal is going to ask him a question in front of everybody. And it was just so much fun. It was challenges about the character word of the day. How do you bring this character word into your daily life? It was just an awesome part of the program, and it made the guys feel so much a part of what's going on. And it and it really it really gave a uh, a little bit of humor to the morning to to start out. See, let me ask you in uh, at Reagan Elementary, if I'm coming there to be a watchdog. And and what would I expect when I come in there for my morning? I'm going to get you know, show up and get my. I, I assume I'm going to get my orientation, help out with car line. How does the day go for a watchdog at Reagan? Well, when I walk in the door, we, we myself or Abby Cannell, my assistant principal, will welcome them in and then get them started with morning drop off, and then they come back in and we uh, announce them on announcements and we play a little barking sounder. <laughs> we don't we don't necessarily have a question for the day, but I love that idea, and I'm I think I'm going to uh, take that from. Uh, from over there in Atlanta, and I, I really like that. That's fantastic. It's a great way to, to involve them, and that's, that, that's something I think we might throw in there. I love that. But after that, we uh, have their kids come to the office, of course, and uh, make a big deal that, hey, your dad's here today, and then we take a picture of them, um, and we put them on the Hall of Fame board, and then email you know the pictures out to everybody and uh, go over their daily orientation and schedule. That's awesome. Now, do they spend, like in, in our school, the way the schedule worked out, they ran about 45 minutes apiece in each classroom. At Reagan, do they have a chance to go to four or five classes a day, or do they just go to their, their child's classroom in the morning and then move on to somewhere else, or how, do, how does your schedule? Actually, we do it the same way where it's 40-minute uh, intervals. We make sure that they are involved in their child's classroom or children. We have multiple children and lunch and recesses. And then we use them in various classrooms. But typically, the, the duration is about 40, 45 minutes. We find that from teacher input that much longer than that can sometimes be a distraction. So we, we try to limit it to about 40 minutes, keep them moving. And plus, well, not only is it a benefit to their kids, but we have, like all schools, have environments where the, maybe a child doesn't have a dad, so we're moving that dad all around so that they can be seen by not just their own kids, but everybody else, and everybody else can understand the importance of uh, a male at school. So, yes, we move them around, but we also include them in their child's classroom and um bunch of recesses and things such as that. Well, that's great. Well, as we wind up our last minute here, I would like to say thank you to Sheila Chester for joining us today. Your your leadership is amazing, and we appreciate that. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Keith. And, Steve, thank you so much for, for your leadership. As we close out here, I'd like to remind everybody that the National PTA and Watchdogs are putting together our National PTA Watchdogs Male Engagement Conference coming up February 8th in Kansas City. Please check out pta.org to have a chance to look at that and, uh, and maybe come join us. Let's all get together and talk about watchdogs. Well, as we close up, my new byline is any school that doesn't have a watchdogs program, it's only because they don't know about a watchdogs program. Thank you very much. Have a great day.